Welcome back and uh, thank you for joining me and for uh, hopefully uh, subscribing to my podcast. Today I'm gonna go over or in continuation of what we went through the last time, uh, talking about uh, mainly periodontal disease, how it can be diagnosed and what's the importance of having a good diagnosis. So it's gonna be a multiple part uh, throughout this coming uh, podcast to cover exactly the full uh, interesting part, the integrity of the whole diagnosis and its uh, impact on us as patients, as human beings, uh, how can it improve our well-being uh, and as we discussed last time, the correlation between periodontal disease and the systemic disease. Huh? Uh, we're going to go back to it, uh, in and out of it, but let's talk about the new uh, diagnosis that came out. It's important for uh, if you are a patient or if you are a dentist to understand exactly the importance of our new uh, diagnosis. This new diagnosis came out in 2017. Uh, it was a, the first time uh, a big collaboration of two great entities in the world, the European Federation of Periodontology and the American Academy of uh, Periodontology. So both of them worked together. Uh, great minds met together and reviewed the old version of the diagnosis because in 1999, we had a diagnosis that came out. It was a little bit not uh, completely easy to follow in a lot of things. Uh, it's so after 10 years, it was time to uh, go over it, uh, actually more than 10 years, 20 years. Uh, so in 2017, this came out and by coming out, they defined a different way of doing a diagnosis. And that is extremely important to cover because the statements that came with it are tremendous. As I mentioned last time, you have a periodontal disease, you have it forever. And uh, it's containable, it's maintainable. Now let's talk about what did they introduce new to it. Now let's think about it. We go to a physician. I did go to one last week and uh, I hope I didn't go. <laughs> I wish I didn't go because I discovered that I was not taking care of myself. So when we go there, there is criteria. Exactly what I said. There's a criteria of why am I not taking care of myself? You know, they look at the weight, they look at the blood pressure, they look at your uh, uh, cholesterol, uh, triglycerides, whatever, whatever it is. And based on that, they can tell you, you are, uh, let's say, a 35-year-old uh, female or male, and you are healthy. So how does the health come? What is the criteria of health? Till now, we never had a periodontal health. So you go to a dentist and the dentist say, well, I met this person and they cannot say has a healthy uh, periodontium or no, because the periodontium or the periodontal uh, aspect of the tooth, just to, for, the, uh, for the listeners who are not into the uh, dental world, they're not dentists, uh, it's the foundation. You can't have a house and your foundations are shaken. So think about it. The tooth is anchored inside the bone. It is not bounded to the bone. 
it is rather held by ligaments and that's what we call the periodontal ligaments now as dentists too we forget about that so periodontal ligament is a very important part this is a difference between a huge difference between a tooth and an implant and the implant is bone bounded onto it the tooth has ligament around it and that's a very very interesting thing it's a ligament it's a ligament like we have our joints uh, can be inflamed they start moving the tooth can become mobile but also it can be inflamed from disease and that's the periodontal disease and the periodontal disease starts with the plaque mainly and that plaque calcifies creates what we call the calculus meaning in a lame word it's a tartar that's what we read on the labels so the tartar or the calculus let's use the real scientific word collect more and more bacteria that's what I mentioned last time. And this bacteria turn into a negative environment that's called the anaerobes or the gram negatives. And the more they collect, they become a reef like in the ocean where the fish can grow and breed and multiply. And the more they multiply, the more the, uh, the products of them will create an inflammation. And when you get an inflammation, that's what happened when you have rheumatoid arthritis, the bone start resorbing so the bone around the tooth resorbs and by resorbing it creates a deeper pockets and that's why the periodontal charting so when we look at the periodontal charting it's like you're going to a physician they they listen to your heartbeat they check your blood pressure so we take a probe and we probe around the tooth and by probing around the tooth either we get bleeding or no bleeding or we get a number and that number is extremely significant and then when we get to the implant we will talk about it more in depth and my view about the numbers and the value of these numbers even the bleeding around them so let's focus on the tooth so when we have a, a number that number means something now with the number we have to correlate on radiographs now a lot of patient comes and say oh I don't want x-rays oh I'm getting radiation oh I'm going this and going but see this is where the problem is if we don't take a radiograph we cannot make a diagnosis why am I saying that because all the diagnosis is based on a probing the measurements with multiple things the signs of inflammation which is the bleeding but if we have a pocket that is more than six and if we don't look at the radiograph and see if we have bone loss because on the radiograph we have a fixed landmark on the tooth we call it the CEJ the cemento enamel junction which is the neck of the tooth so from there we look at it from that point down to the bone and if it is within two millimeter that is health there is no bone loss but if it's more then we started losing bone and that's why the importance of a radiograph my friends and my dear listeners so don't be afraid of x-rays the more you are afraid of x-rays actually you're hurting yourself because we don't get enough radiation from a dental radiograph today because we have a digital radiograph and we will talk about the digital so I'm not gonna you know throw on you a lot of information so let's refocus on the benefit of doing the diagnosis so we get the measurements if we see if we look at the measurements we got three millimeter 
and we look at the radiographs and we see two millimeter different distance from that CEJ, which is the landmark, to the bone, and we have no bleeding. Then we can say Mrs. X or Mr. X have what we call periodontal health and gingival health. So there is now a criteria that we have health around the natural tooth. So based on this criteria, we can say, okay, this patient is healthy periodontally. Now, let's say, all right, this patient has three millimeter, but bleeding when we put that, uh, that probe and we have quite a bit of plaque that we are finding. So now it changes the whole thing. Now we can say, all right, looking at the bone, looking at the bleeding, looking at the number of the pocket, this has a gingivitis. Now the good thing about gingivitis, if there is no damage to the bone, it is reversible. And this is one huge word that has been described in the new world workshop. So we can reverse gingivitis to health. But once this progresses, to what we call periodontitis, it is no way to recover. And that's why I am very adamant on doing these podcasts to inform the dentist and the, the patients. And I hope we have a lot of patients that attend and listen and subscribe because this is in your own interest. It really in your own interest to have radiographs on a regular basis to to have a charting done on you if you go only to a dentist and for the dentist for the matter to also work with their hygiene team to be able to probe the patients, get this criteria correct, it's for the benefit of the patient. Now we as a dental care provider, it's like the healthcare providers, we are a, our job is to explain to the patient and inform them and educate them. At the same time, the patients needs to educate themselves to understand if the patient, the person that they're going to and they're trusting with their health is doing what they were supposed to do. So that's the goal of what I'm trying to do with the podcast is to give you a help for both the importance to spend time as a dentist on our hygiene team and for the patient to be able to understand what is happening out there, are they getting the treatment they deserve, are getting the attention that they deserve, and how can I look, why would I go to the dentist X versus Y, and so on and so forth. So now we have established the fact that we can have a gingivitis, and that gingivitis is uh, reversible. Now we move forward to the periodontitis. So when we go to the periodontitis, then we have a different perspective. So the periodontitis, we can turn it into a stable case and we can call it uh, stable health. Huh? Or we can have a periodontitis that have some gingival inflammation that is still active at this point or patient that they are completely unstable, meaning they are breaking down and whatever we are doing is not working out. And then we have to look for deeper things and how we can control them, have to work on their oral hygiene, see them more often, be more aggressive in our treatment, and so on and so forth. So 
this is the importance to understand the diagnosis because the diagnosis uh, and the periodontal charting it is a continuation of monitoring the patient because once you turn into a periodontitis then you need a very careful monitoring now how do we do that obviously we by, by charting by coming and seeing uh, a, a periodontist and alternating if you if you want to stay with your dentist you know it's not a, a, a bad thing you know you can alternate you know every three months you come to the dentist the other second time goes to the dentist at, at least you get your four months and there is a huge importance that those two communicate together meaning the periodontitis uh, the periodontist and the uh, and the general dentist or the prostodontist to work together and communicate. Now, I'm going to say something here and, you know, I might upset some of my colleagues and that's okay. Uh, I'm a very honest person and I'm very straightforward. We have turned into our profession into fighting on what we call the periodontal maintenance, meaning the cleaning. And that is wrong. That is wrong because we are not doing favor and service to our patients. You need an expert eye that look with you. It takes off the responsibility from you. And importantly also for the patient to understand, there is a need to have a more experienced people, more dedicated people for the periodontal health to review your health. Anybody over 30 needs to have at least once been checked by a periodontist because they look at things a little bit more accurately and there's nothing wrong uh, the dentist will look the general dentist or the prostodontist they will look at a the whole uh, tooth uh, as a uh, do you have the cavities or you have destruction and how they can reconstruct your mouth or it can give you even a beautiful smile but they don't spend time looking at your periodontium which is the foundation now doesn't mean that they're not good at it no not at all but there is so much to do and so much to look and so much to learn that it's very difficult for one dentist to be able to do everything in one stop. So that's why, uh, you know, in our offices, we spend a lot of time on our hygiene team. Uh, we check them all the time. We review with them all the time, the data and how we're connecting and how we are doing and how we are looking, what's the new stuff coming out. I spend a lot of hours uh, training them. Uh, I love doing it. Uh, I always offer it also for the referrals if they want to have their hygiene team to come and work with us and, uh, you know, learn from us and, uh, and learn and we discuss these things. It's an open forum. I am more than happy. I have the EEC Institute so I can give them uh, credit also. There's nothing wasted so their time is valuable uh, and it's also for free. I don't do that for, for money. It's just it's important to educate. The more you educate, the more you gain their trust, the more they can do well with, the, uh, with their patients. And for the patient to understand that we do so much to give you the service that you need. And that's important for you because you're putting your trust in us. And, and this is important because if we don't diagnose properly, if we don't create a baseline and that baseline is monitored over and over and over, we are not doing the right thing by you. And obviously, you're coming to us to have the right thing. Now, we go back to 
the importance of doing a diagnosis. So we, we diagnose you have a gingivitis, we act on it quickly, meaning we, we do the uh, periodontal uh, maintenance that you are coming in for. We go over oral hygiene extremely well because that's what caused the inflammation. And we will check you out in four weeks, four to six weeks. It's a, it's a paper that published by a very dear friend, uh, uh, Dr. Sigilnik and Weinberg. Uh, and it's correct. And it doesn't matter. It's for hygiene, for hygienists. I mean, sorry, for uh, uh, gingivitis, as well as periodontal therapy. And we get to the treatment of periodontal therapy in the next uh, podcast. But I want to focus today on gingivitis. So gingivitis is very curable, very reversible, but we need to do the criteria. We need to understand the criteria. So a patient who has gingivitis will reverse quickly to uh, periodontal and gingival health, and we will monitor them on a regular basis. How do you monitor them? Again, we go back to the charting. Huh? So you have this baseline. They ended up with four millimeter. Huh? What happened? We have bleeding. What happened? We look at the radiographs. Everything is okay. Well, then, then this is a gingivitis. We'll take care of it. Now, the criteria of gingivitis is not four millimeter. Obviously, it is three millimeter with bleeding upon probing, meaning when you put the probe. But nevertheless, we have to be re reasonable. You know, three millimeter with inflammation, it goes up to four, but four can come back to three. Uh, so by good maintenance and good oral hygiene. So with that, I think I covered uh, well the uh, gingivitis. And that is one part of the puzzle. And I promised you I will make my podcast very short, uh, not to exceed the 17, 18 minutes. And I see on my, on my timer, I'm close to the 18 minute, 18 minute. So with that, I want to really thank you for joining me on this podcast. I hope you are finding it uh, uh, important for you, for both of you, my colleagues, and for you, the uh, patients. I wish you, both of you, the best. Uh, till next Sunday, I give you all my regards. Bye-bye.